Welcome to Seaweed Safari, the podcast where we uncover the many wonders of this versatile marine plant. My name is Kane Fox, and I'm excited to lead you on a journey of discovery. I may not be an expert, but that's what makes this adventure all the more exciting. Together, we'll explore the history, uses, and benefits of seaweed, as well as the impact of sustainable harvesting and cultivation practices, from the different types of seaweed, where they can be found, to their cultural significance and potential future applications. So join me as we discover the captivating world of seaweed. Seaweed has been an important part of human history and culture for thousands of years. It was used as a food source, a medicine, and even as a form of currency. In the first part of today's episode, we will focus on its cultural significance and uses in ancient cultures from around the world. The ancient Japanese made use of seaweed in a number of ways. It was an important food source, especially during times of famine. Some of the most commonly used species of seaweed in Japan include wakame, kombu and nori. Wakame is a type of seaweed that has a slightly sweet and salty flavour with a tender texture. It was often used in soups and salads. Kombu is a large brown seaweed species, also called Laminaria japonica, that grows along rocky coastlines in the colder waters of the North Pacific Ocean. Kombu is rich in flavour and contains high levels of glutamic acid, which makes it a popular ingredient in broth, soup, stocks and stews. Nari, which we covered in the last episode, is known for its use in sushi and was initially used as a wrapping for rice balls. Seaweed was also used in traditional Japanese medicine. Some species of seaweed were believed to have healing properties and were used to treat a variety of ailments. For example, kombu was used to alleviate stomach problems while wakame was used to treat skin conditions. Seaweed was also believed to have anti-inflammatory and anti-tumor properties. In addition to its use as food and medicine, seaweed played a significant role in Japanese culture and religion. It was often used in religious rituals and was considered to have spiritual significance. For example, wakame was associated with good luck and was used in offerings to the gods. Seaweed was also an important part of ancient Chinese culture. It was used as a food source, a medicine, and even a form of currency. Some of the most commonly used species of seaweed in China include kelp, dulse, and agar. 
Kelp was often used as a flavour enhancer for many different meals, while dulse was used as a snack food. Agar, which is now commonly used as a gelling agent in the food industry, was initially used as a food thickener. Seaweed was also used in traditional Chinese medicine. Kelp was used to improve digestion, while dulse was used to boost energy levels. So in addition to its use as food and medicine, seaweed played a significant role in Chinese culture and religion. It was often used in religious rituals and was considered to have spiritual significance. For example, kelp was associated with longevity and was used in offerings to the gods. Seaweed was also used as a form of currency in many parts of the world, including China. So if we think back to ancient civilizations, many people would barter and trade produce, tools, clothes and many more items. Due to the abundance and many uses of seaweed, it is not surprising to learn that seaweed was a valuable item to trade. Seaweed was also an important part of ancient Korean culture. Some of the most commonly used species of seaweed in Korea include miak and dashima. Miak, also known as wakame, was often used in soups and stews. One particular recipe, called miyakuk, is typically consumed on birthdays and other special occasions. It is said to promote good health and is believed to help prevent various ailments, including menstrual cramps, high blood pressure, and fatigue. Dashima, also known as kombu, was used in many different meals in Korea. The ancient Greeks and Romans made use of seaweed in various ways, although it was not as prominent in their culture when compared to China or Japan. One way seaweed was used in ancient Greece was as a source of food. Seaweed was often harvested from the Aegean and Mediterranean seas. It was then dried and eaten as a snack or used as an ingredient in dishes such as stews or soups. Some species of seaweed, like dulse, were particularly valued for their nutritional benefits, which included high levels of iodine, iron and vitamin. Seaweed was also used for its medicinal properties in ancient Greece. For example, seaweed was believed to have a calming effect and was used to treat digestive problems as well as respiratory issues such as bronchitis. Seaweed was also used as a poultice for wound healing and to soothe skin conditions such as burns and rashes. The Celts, an ancient European culture, also used seaweed in their daily lives and beliefs. In their culture, seaweed was considered to have medicinal properties and was used as a treatment for various illnesses. Seaweed was also a staple food for the coastal communities and was often dried and stored for later use. Additionally, seaweed was used in Celtic rituals 
and was believed to have spiritual significance. In terms of cuisine, the Celts used seaweed as an ingredient in dishes such as soups, stews and bread. Seaweed was also mixed with other ingredients to create a type of pudding, known as frumenty, which was a popular food during the medieval period. The Celts also used seaweed to flavour meats, as well as texture and nutrition to their diets. Despite its practical uses, seaweed was also associated with superstition and folklore in Celtic culture. It was believed to have the power to ward off evil spirits and protect against bad luck. In some regions, seaweed was also used in love spells and the belief that it would bring good fortune to the gatherer and their loved ones. Overall, the Celts valued seaweed for its practical and spiritual uses and it played an important role in their daily lives and beliefs. So in the next part of this episode, we'll delve a bit deeper into the ancient folklores of seaweed. The Kelpies are a legendary sea monster that has been part of the folklore of Scotland, Ireland and the United Kingdom for centuries. They are said to resemble horses and are often depicted as having long flowing manes of seaweed. The Kelpies are often associated with the ocean and its power as they are said to dwell in the depths of the sea and have the ability to control the tides and the winds. They are also associated with danger and fear, as they are often portrayed as vicious creatures that prey on ships and sailors. But despite this, the Kelpies have also been revered in some cultures, where they are seen as powerful spirits that can bring good luck and protection to those who appease them. In Scotland and Ireland, the Kelpies were often considered to be the guardians of the sea, and they were often worshipped as powerful deities by sailors and fishermen. The Kelpies have been part of the folklore of Scotland, Ireland and the UK for so long that they have become an important part of the cultural identity of these countries, and they are often mentioned in folk tales, ballads and songs. They have even been depicted in works of art and literature. In recent years, the Kelpies have become more popular in terms of tourist attractions for Scotland. They've actually been sculpted into a large metal sculpture that stands tall at the entrance of Forth and Clyde Canal in Falkirk. These sculptures have become a symbol of Scotland's maritime heritage and have also become a popular tourist destination for visitors from all over the world. Scandinavian folklore has a rich tradition of mythical creatures and supernatural beings, and one of the most intriguing is the sea witch. This figure is said to reside in the ocean and control its waters, luring sailors and fishermen to their deaths. In Scandinavian folklore, the sea witch 
was often depicted as an alluring, dangerous woman with long, flowing hair and piercing eyes. She was said to have the power to control the winds and tides and to command the creatures of the sea, including fish and whales. Sailors would offer gifts and sacrifices to the sea in hopes of obtaining fair weather and good catches. But she was also feared for her ability to bring storms, whirlpools and shipwrecks. Despite her reputation as a malevolent force, the sea witch was also said to have a compassionate side and to aid lost sailors who called out for help. Some tales depict the sea witch as a mermaid who would trade her voice for legs in order to rescue humans in distress. In these stories, the sea witch represents the balance between the forces of nature and the needs of humanity, bridging the divide between land and sea. One of the most well-known versions of this tale is actually The Little Mermaid by Hans Christian Andersen. In this tale, a mermaid falls in love with a human prince and seeks the help of a sea witch to gain legs and live on land. The sea witch requires the mermaid to give up her voice in exchange for her legs, and the mermaid agrees, but ultimately fails to win the love of the prince. This tale reflects the theme of the sea witch as a powerful and unpredictable figure who can grant wishes, but at a steep price. The sea witch was also depicted in Nordic art, including woodcuts, paintings and sculptures. These works of art depicted the sea witch as a fearsome figure, often with long hair and a fierce expression. In some depictions, she was shown holding a fish or a seashell, or even hiding among the seaweed while protecting the sea and its inhabitants. In modern times, the sea witch has been represented in various forms, from children's books to video games to movies. Yet, despite this, the sea witch remains a powerful symbol of the unpredictable and dangerous forces of the sea, and the enduring fascination with the mystery and power of the ocean. Polynesian mythology is rich with tales of the ocean and its creatures, including the fearsome sea serpent and its close association with seaweed. The Polynesian people, who inhabited islands throughout the Pacific Ocean, held a deep reverence for the sea and all of its inhabitants, and they saw the ocean as both a source of substance and the realm of mystery and danger. The sea serpent, with its ability to move between the world of humans and the underwater realm of the gods, was seen as a powerful symbol of this mysterious and dangerous sea. One of the most famous sea serpent stories from Polynesian mythology is the tale of Moana and the demigod Maui. According to the legend, Moana, a young woman from the island of Matanui, sets out on a quest to save her people by restoring the heart of Tefiti, the goddess of life and creation. Along the way, 
she encounters Maui, who had been banished to the bottom of the sea after angering the gods. Maui agrees to help Moana on her quest, and together they battle the sea serpent, Taka, who guards the heart of Tefiti. In the end, Moana is able to defeat Taka and restore the heart of Tefiti, saving her people and becoming a hero in the eyes of her community. In this story, the sea serpent is portrayed as a powerful and dangerous force, but one that can be overcome with bravery and determination. The seaweed, which depicted as growing on the back of the sea serpent, is seen as a symbol of its connection to the underwater world and its control over the ocean. The seaweed also represents the abundance and fertility of the sea, which highlights the importance of the ocean as a source of food and livelihood for the Polynesian people. Another example of seaweed and the sea serpent mythology in Polynesian culture can be found in the story of Hina and the sea monster, Kamoale. According to the legend, Hina was a young woman who was tasked with finding a suitable husband for her sister. During her search, she encountered Kamoale, a powerful sea monster who had taken the form of a handsome young man. Despite his fearsome reputation, Hina fell in love with Kamoale, and they were married. However, when Hina discovered that her husband was a sea monster, she had fled back to her village. Kamoale was able to track her down, and in a fit of rage he transformed into his true form and threatened to destroy the village. Hina was able to save her village by offering herself as a sacrifice to Kamoale. In exchange, she asked that he spare the village and take her with him to the sea. So Kamuale agreed, and Hina was transformed into seaweed, which still grows in the ocean to this day. In this story, seaweed is seen as a symbol of Hina's sacrifice and her enduring love for Kamuale, even in death. Seaweed also represents the enduring connection between humans and the sea and also highlights the importance of the ocean as source of both life and death. Overall, seaweed played an important role in Polynesian mythology and was seen as a powerful symbol of the ocean and its mysterious dangerous inhabitants. Seaweed was often associated with the sea serpent and was used to represent the abundance and fertility of the sea as well as the enduring connection between humans and the ocean. Through these stories, the Polynesian people were able to express the reverence for the ocean and its many gifts, while also acknowledging its dangers and the power it held over their lives. In Polynesian mythology, the sea serpent was often portrayed as a giant sea monster that could cause great destruction and chaos. It was believed that seaweed growing in the ocean was the home of these sea serpents. And they could use this to entangle and capture unsuspecting sailors. Yet, despite this, seaweed was still seen as a symbol of the ocean's bounty, and the Polynesian people would often use it in their offerings and ceremonies to honour their ancestors and their connections to the sea. The Polynesian people 
also saw seaweed as a source of magic and healing. They believed that certain species of seaweed held special powers and could be used to treat ailment, protect against evil spirits and bring good luck. They also saw seaweed as a symbol of growth and renewal, as it would often regrow even after being harvested or torn away by sea and storms. Seaweed played a significant role in Polynesian mythology, embodying both the abundance and dangers of the ocean. The stories surrounding seaweed helped the Polynesian people to connect with the sea and its many gifts, while also acknowledging its power and potential for destruction. Today, seaweed is still widely used in Polynesian culture and continues to hold a special place in the hearts and minds of the people who call the Pacific Ocean home. In conclusion, seaweed has played a significant role in the cultures and beliefs of people throughout history. From its early use as food and medicine in ancient Japan, China and Korea, to its symbolism in Celtic and Polynesian mythology, Seaweed has been a source of inspiration and fascination for centuries. It has been valued for its abundant nutritional benefits and its versatility as a currency, medicine and even as a means of divination. Today, seaweed continues to play an important role as researchers and scientists explore its potential in a variety of fields, including agriculture, food, cosmetics and even biodegradable plastics. So join me next week as we continue to learn about the benefits and uses of seaweed. It is clear that this fascinating sea plant will continue to play a key role in shaping the future of this world for generations to come. Next week, we will focus on seaweed in modern times, where we explore the current uses of seaweed and its potential future applications. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share our podcast. You can also find us on Instagram by searching for Seaweed Safari, the podcast. And feel free to send any requests or suggestions for upcoming shows. See you soon.